This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about toxoplasma. If you're pregnant, do you have to get rid of your cat like your medical doctor may have suggested? We'll be right back after these messages. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Dogosuds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Dogosud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Dogosuds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about toxoplasma. Toxoplasma is often called toxo because we vets are too lazy to say toxoplasma. But toxo is a type of parasite that cats carry within their body. It's really rare for cats to become sick from toxoplasma. It is possible, but more likely they shed the parasite to other people or other species or animals. Now, some cats are never affected from toxoplasma, and they end up being chronic carriers of this infection. In other words, they carry it in their body without ever being affected. This becomes a concern because toxoplasma is considered a zoonotic disease. I know that sounds like a big word, but basically it means that the disease can potentially spread to humans. And because you live pretty close to your cat's litter box, you have to be aware that cats can potentially shed toxoplasma in their feces, which poses a potential risk to you. If you're in the healthcare field, like a veterinarian or veterinary technician, if you have a lot of cats, if you do a lot of cat rescue or kitten rescue, you have to tune in to the rest of this episode. If you happen to work in a shelter or volunteer with an animal rescue, you have to pay attention because we don't want you to get toxoplasma or any of your other pets to get toxoplasma. Now, typically, cats are exposed to toxoplasmosis when they go outside and hunt, and that's because wildlife may also carry toxoplasma. So if your cat potentially eats dead carrion like mice, rats, or voles, your cat can potentially be exposed. Another way your cat can be exposed, if there is an infected cat that's leaving feces in your yard and it results in contamination of the environment, potentially exposing you and your cat. This is one of the reasons why we veterinarians often advocate that cats stay indoors. Now, if you already have kids and you happen to have a sandbox in your backyard, you always have to keep your sandbox covered. Why? Because it looks like a gigantic litter box to a cat. And that stray cat in the neighborhood may use the sandbox and actually defecate in a sandbox, exposing you and your family to toxoplasma. 
Now, there are multiple sources of toxoplasma that you have to be aware of. It's not just from cats. But most of the time, when humans are exposed to it, it's from cleaning litter boxes, from gardening outside where other cats or other wildlife may be defecating in the garden and exposing the soil to toxoplasma. Or the third way is by inappropriate hygiene when handling raw meat or eating raw or rare meat. Now, I mentioned before, there are a small subset of cats that can get sick from toxo. So what signs do they show? They can show a fever. They can develop a uveitis, which is inflammation of the eye. They can get pancreatitis, which is inflammation of the pancreas. Very rarely, they can get pneumonia-like changes, which we would have to diagnose based on chest x-rays or a fluid wash of their lungs. And rarely, they can get neurologic signs. In humans, the reason why we care about toxoplasma is because it can result in miscarriage. It can also potentially expose the unborn human fetus to the toxoplasma, resulting in mental impairment and birth defects. This is one of the reasons why it's so important for women who are pregnant to use caution to avoid toxoplasma exposure. Now, years ago, medical doctors would tell you to get rid of your cat if you're pregnant. Please don't get rid of your cat, okay? This is a myth that we need to debunk. It's not necessary that you get rid of your cat while you're pregnant. However, having been pregnant before, you have to be aware you need to avoid contact with cat feces while you're pregnant. We'll talk about how you need to shirk any litter box responsibilities right after these messages. Hi, Dr. Justine Lee. Do you know what I love? My cat, Lola. What I love about her is whenever I take a nap or go to sleep, she always wants to snuggle right up against me. You know what I don't love? Cleaning up after Lola's litter box, which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no clouds of nasties when I scoop. It's 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New Cloud Control Cat Litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. We've been talking about toxoplasma, which is a type of parasite that cats carry. Now, rarely cats can become sick from toxoplasma, but most of the time they just shed it in their feces, potentially exposing humans and other animals to it. We've been talking so far about what to do if you're pregnant. Now, you don't have to get rid of your cat. Decades ago, medical doctors used to say, get rid of your cat. What they say instead is please don't scoop the litter. Now, this is ideal because now your husband or your partner or your spouse or your kids need to scoop the litter box instead. You don't want to handle the litter just to be on the safe side. You don't want any exposure to that feces. Now, there's a couple of things I wanted to fill you in on. I'm a neurotic kitty litter scooper. In other words, I cannot stand the smell of feces or urine in my household. So, before I got my automatic litter robot, which is an automatic scooper, I honestly scooped my litter box probably two to three times a day. I know, it sounds a little neurotic. Now, 
if you scoop several times a day, you are at very, very, very low risk for ever developing toxoplasma infection. And the main reason why is because toxoplasma has to hatch. In other words, it takes over 24 hours for the toxoplasma to break out of the feces and hatch before it's in its infectious, dangerous form. Because I was scooping my litter several times a day, there was no risk of that toxoplasma hatching from the feces. The good thing is there's a simple blood test where we test for immunoglobulin in a pregnant female to see if they've been exposed to toxoplasma or not. So when in doubt, talk to your human medical doctor. Now, I can say there are certain breeds of cats that are more at risk for toxoplasma. It's going to be those cats that are outdoors or avid hunters that eat raw meat. In other words, they're on a raw food diet that are immunosuppressed. In other words, they may have feline leukemia or feline immunodeficiency virus, kitty AIDS. They may be on chronic chemotherapy or chronic steroids or very young cats that have a weaker immune system may all be at increased risk of being exposed to toxoplasma. Like I mentioned before, the good thing is there's a blood test that your veterinarian and your human medical doctor can do. Depending on what signs your cat is showing, I may run a toxoplasma test to make sure your cat doesn't have it. If your cat does test positive for toxoplasma, it means exposure to toxoplasma has occurred in the past and that your cat can be a carrier. A positive test doesn't always mean that your cat needs to be treated with antibiotics. It just means that your cat at some point was exposed and may potentially carry the infection. However, even if the test is negative, you still want to be really careful to prevent toxoplasma exposure to you. Now, for humans, there's a simple blood test also that I already talked about called immunoglobulin. Ask your medical doctor about getting tested for toxoplasma. If you're positive for toxoplasma while pregnant, this is actually a good thing. It means you've been exposed in the past and that your immune system can likely fight it off. The bigger danger is if you find out you're pregnant and that you have a negative toxoplasma titer. It means your immune system has never been exposed. And if you're currently pregnant, you want to make sure to avoid any exposure to toxoplasma at all to protect your unborn baby. Now, keep in mind, there is a treatment for it. And the most common antibiotic we use in veterinary medicine is clindamycin, and that can treat active toxoplasma infections in cats. Again, unless your cat is having an active infection or has signs consistent with toxoplasma, treatment is typically unnecessary. So the most important thing, how do we prevent toxoplasma to you and your cat? Well, first of all, please try to keep your cat indoors. Not only does it avoid exposure through hunting, but it helps keep our wildlife and our birds alive. If you do let your cat outdoors, do so supervised on a leash or in a catio instead. Make sure you avoid feeding a raw diet to your cat to prevent exposure to toxoplasma and other types of bacteria. If you are an avid gardener, please make sure to use gloves when you're gardening or handling soil outside. It may be another cat or wildlife that could expose you. If you have a sandbox in your backyard, please make sure to keep it covered when it's not in use. Again, it looks like a gigantic kitty litter box for other outdoor cats or stray cats, and we don't want them defecating in that sandbox, accidentally exposing you and your family. If you do have a garden, consider fencing off your garden with chicken wire fencing and netting to prevent outdoor cats from defecating in your garden and exposing your vegetables to toxoplasma. 
You also want to use caution when handling raw meat and make sure to implement appropriate hygiene. In other words, wash your hands thoroughly with warm water and soap, wash your vegetables before you cook with them, and avoid the ingestion of raw or rare meat while you're pregnant. Again, this is a one time you have a medical excuse to not have to scoop your cat's litter box. Avoid cleaning the litter box and have another family do so while you're pregnant. If you absolutely must scoop the litter box, maybe you're by yourself, you're pregnant, make sure to dispose of feces within 24 hours to prevent that toxoplasma from hatching into its infectious dangerous form. You want to make sure to use appropriate hygiene after handling a litter box. In other words, wear gloves, wash your hands thoroughly with warm soap and water, avoid touching your face immediately after handing feces or having kitty litter duty, and make sure to avoid any contact with stray unknown or outdoor cats while you're pregnant. What does that mean if you do a lot of animal rescue? That means no volunteering at shelters or fostering any new cats or kittens while you're pregnant. You want to make sure to take care of yourself and your unborn baby. Ultimately, the prognosis for cats infected by toxoplasma varies, so it really depends on how severe the infection may be. Again, the good thing is there's an antibiotic to treat toxo, because it can result in significant inflammation in your cat's body. More importantly, if you're pregnant, please make sure to keep you and your unborn baby safe. Remember, you don't have to give your cat away. You just need to make sure that you implement preventative measures to keep you and your family safe. When in doubt, talk to your veterinarian or your human medical doctor for more information. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at Dr. Justine Lee, or email me any pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank our producer, Mark Winter, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.